Hi friends, this is Connie Alpers and I want to welcome you back to Equip to Be, where I get to help you embrace and navigate the seasons of life so you can reach your personal family and parenting goals. We at Equip to Be want you to understand how God has given you unique gifts, strengths, and talents so that you can live in all seasons with confidence and joy. Whether you're cooking dinner, holding laundry, or maybe just enjoying some time alone. I hope you enjoy this episode of Equipped to Be. Today we're going to talk about mom guilt. Have you ever experienced that? The time where you feel like you're not doing enough or everybody's doing it better, it's kind of crept into your thinking. I was asked a question the other day about this whole conversation of mom guilt and how to deal with it. And I thought, this is what we need to be talking about on this show. So welcome to the Equipped to Be podcast. I am your host, Connie Albers. And this, we are going to dive into mom guilt. Real, imaginary? Is it something that we comes automatically? Or maybe is it creeping in because of societal factors? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today on the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I hope you've been enjoying our other series that we've had uh, on the topics surrounding uh, matters that are important to you. Thanks for tuning in every week. Thanks for subscribing. Make sure that you subscribe to our email because that's every week we send one out. It gives you other episodes that are related or might be interesting to you as well as a show notes. So sometimes people don't realize that, you know, all you have to do is listen to podcasts and sometimes you can't. And sometimes you just want to, you know, get the cliff version, so to speak, and you get the show notes. So you can get those over at ConnieAlbers.com. Make sure you also follow us on social media, that is on the website, which you can find all the episodes and where to find me, Connie Albers, over at ConnieAlbers.com. And if you have a request, if you have a specific topic you would like for us to address, please email us at contact at ConnieAlbers.com. Share your questions that you might have, or maybe some of the topics that we've covered has made you think a little bit more and you want to go deeper and just maybe you want to run a couple of ideas. Uh, make sure you do that. Maybe you just have a prayer request. Uh, let us know that. And if you are a ministry leader or a leader in general, you're hosting an event, you're looking for a speaker to come to your uh, events, please uh just send us an email over on the website. I've also got a form you can fill out, or you can email us uh, at speaker at connieoperts.com. Make sure that you uh, let us know a little bit about the event that you're having, and then we will get back with you right away and see uh, if it's a good fit and what your needs might be. So let's go back to the topic of mom guilt. Oh, I, I just have to tell you, you know, we didn't necessarily call it mom guilt when I was uh, beginning to have my children. But there has always been this pervasive feeling that we are not doing enough as, as women. And I'm sure I'm not a man. I can't tell you how, you know, what that is like. I, I know that uh, some people feel pretty confident they can tell you, but I don't. And so I will say this. Since the moment I started having children, there was always a sense of guilt. Now my children are all grown. Several of them are married, and we have grandbabies. So you would think a couple of things. I would not be experiencing any kind of guilt. I'm done, right? Or that I've known so much about this 
I've learned over the years that I would have slayed that, you know, that issue uh, a long time ago, but I didn't. And the chances are most of you won't either because this guilt of comparison is rooted in scripture where God says, do not compare yourselves to one another. God wants you to run your race, the race he's given you and raising the children he's given you with their unique uh, quirks and idiosyncrasies and temperaments and interests and desires. Guilt's always been around. Part of it, I believe, is a devaluing of the work that a mom does. Social media, I believe, is another factor. Well, because we're always looking around, aren't we? It used to be with before the days of social media, which many of you don't even know, you would just compare yourself to other moms in the classroom or other moms on the playground, or you would go to a birthday party and you'd compare their birthday parties to yours. But let's just understand something. In general, mom guilt is just this feeling of being inadequate, that you doubt yourself. You're doing something one way and you see somebody doing another mom doing it a different way. And now instead of being confident in what you're doing, all of a sudden now you're unsure. Well, maybe I'm not doing it right. Or maybe they're doing it better. It creeps in so subtly because we are relational characters. I mean, God created us that way. And we do look around for good or bad. I mean, we, there's actually some good things. I mean, we do learn a lot from observation, right? But it creates this doubt that maybe I'm not parenting well, or maybe I don't make wise enough decisions or do enough research. Uh, maybe I just don't have the skill set. You know, I am kind of like this new mom. I watch my daughter-in-law and my daughter who are new moms. And I love this role because I can so identify with the struggles that they have because I've had them. Some things don't change. And I had shared a picture on social media about perspective. Some things don't change. And there is a reason, I believe, why God tells the older women to teach the younger women. And it is not because they're, quote, inadequate or less than. It's because sometimes when you listen to somebody who's actually done something and not in the middle of it, and there doesn't mean you can't learn from people who are in the middle of it, but and it doesn't mean anything negative other than you can learn from those that have traveled further than you. True? Can learn from a welder who's had years of welding experience how not to uh, how to weld or how not to do something. True? I know it's kind of a strange analogy, but I was just thinking about all the different areas where we value that apprenticeship, that Titus mom who who comes alongside and comes alongside us and mentors us. I still have older women that that pour into my life because I'm in a new season. I'm now in a grandparenting season and it's very different than when it was my child. But I watch my daughter and my daughter-in-law and they're beautiful, beautiful, amazing women. They're smart. They're kind. They love the Lord. They want to build strong, close families, which is what we are about here at Equipped to Be. And they go about it very differently. One's not right and one is not wrong, but I will often see them question what they're doing. And I have to remind them that it's their family with their children and God will lead them. 
Because the enemy does want us to start doubting ourselves, that we can also set unrealistic expectations. Maybe we just set an expectation of how, oh, I'm never going to yell. Well, it's easy to say when you don't have children that you're never going to yell at your children. Or, well, I will never give my children ice cream. Well, that's easy when your child is a tiny baby and you're thinking, you know, right now. But you can't do that. You don't know. You don't know circumstances. There's there's so many different elements, right? For those of you that have older parents, because we have such a beautiful audience here. It's, it, it's an expansive audience. But mom guilt, causing of self-doubt or inadequacy or comparing, sometimes can be just you've set an expectation of yourself. And then... You feel guilty when you don't measure up to your own expectation. Or maybe you thought the responsibility of being a mother was going to be different than what it is. The whole laying down your life thing, you really didn't think. You thought that was like a a mom that was a drama queen. She would just be like, oh, his parenting is so hard. And you're like, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. Well, maybe with your child, it isn't because you have a very calm, compliant child, but that mother may have a child who uh, can get quite animated and can can create quite the, the tizzy in the home and stir up lots of controversy. That mom has a very different perspective, very different set of circumstances. She can start feeling guilty because her home's not calm. You could start getting prideful thinking, I got it all under control. Both are wrong. But you know, the root of mom guilt, the root, is comes from society, personal expectations. Boy, did I have that. I pretty much had how my parenting was going to go mapped out in my mind in great detail. I actually wrote about it in Parenting Beyond the Rules. In great detail, I knew that if I just did this and then this, just kind of like the ABCs, A after A comes B, then C, then D. And if I accomplished L, then the next letter would come. And of course, T-U-V, of course that would come. And then I'd reach Z and my children would be this way and our relationships would be that way. And boy, wasn't going to be pretty. For some of my children, I think I probably made it to E, the letter E before I realized, oh, wow, it doesn't work that way. For some, I never made it to B. I started realizing, hmm, I had so many expectations that were formed by teachings that I had heard from others that espoused to have the right way or the only way or the best way. It was from my own self-belief that certain things happen if this happens. So if you're kind to your children, then your children will be kind. I do believe that. But some children uh, take a while to have that sink in. You know what else? This mom guilt comes from this personal perception deep in you that you're just not doing enough. And that can be found sometimes in the origin of your own childhood. If you had parents growing up and you could never do enough to please them, you could never do it right. It was always like just falling short. 
And I bet there's a lot of you nodding your head right now. You had a mom you couldn't please, a dad who was always critical, or vice versa. Maybe you had a mom who was full of expectation and perfectionistic tendencies. And you personally didn't really care about all of the neatness and order and you were more of a creative type. Maybe you didn't have a dad in the home. You know, our home, uh, I, I didn't have a dad from the age of like nine, 10 on. I just had my mom. And I dearly love my mother who, God rest her soul, she has gone on to be with the Lord. But my mom, it was her way or the highway. That's hard to grow up in. So sometimes this not enough, this guilt, is, comes from a deeper place. Maybe you've made some poor decisions and now you think you second-guess all of your decisions. Can we just break that down for a minute? All of those are valid reasons that we experience mom guilt. But none of them are the definitive answer that it's okay. None of them none of them say that it's okay to have this mom guilt that's coming from anywhere other than the Lord whispering to you to say you need to change. And that doesn't come in the form of guilt or shame. It does come in the form of conviction. That's a different topic and I know some of you are going to be googling this right now to define those terms. But let's understand, the Lord does convict us if we're harsh, if we always have to be right as a mom, if we have unrealistic expectations of our kids, of our our family, and God whispers in our heart to say, you need to change here. You need to let go of this. So the first thing we have to do if we want to overcome the mom guilt is we have to give it to the Lord. We have to be willing to say and examine, where is it coming from? Is it right? Is it coming from the Lord? Is it coming from external factors? Is it coming from a trusted friend who who notices something about me? Or is is it internal? Whatever it is, we have to deal with it. We have to work through anything that isn't of the Lord, and we need to do a couple of points, and I, I want to kind of walk you through some of the things that have helped me over the years. I have always been in leadership of in one form or another, so you're always set up for more scrutiny. And guess what? Even if you are a leader and you're speaking on this topic, it doesn't mean you're going to get it all right. It also doesn't mean you're not going to be without a lot of mom guilt. Because as sure as you take a step forward, you're going to feel like, oh, maybe I was supposed to go backwards, or maybe I was supposed to go to the left or the right. But as we think about this whole topic of mom get, you feel like you're not spending enough quality time with your children. Or maybe you're struggling with that balance of, okay, I've I've got to spend time with my kids. I've got to spend time at work. I've got to spend time tending to matters of my home or with my husband if you're married. And you can never find that like combination where it's just right. And the minute you hit it, the combination's changed. Well, because we're humans and we're not programmable. Comparing yourself to other mothers, that's not going to work. That isn't going to work if you're going to try to resolve mom guilt. You have to be to a point where you're like, 
I don't like this phrase, but it does fit here. You do you, right? You parent the way God is leading you, and I'm going to parent the way God's leading me. And when God convicts, I'll change. When God says, stop doing this, or do a little more of that, or listen more, or talk less, which that's always a given, right? But when we're going to deal with the area of mom guilt, if we don't identify where it's coming from, internal source, external source, a biblical conviction, it's going to derail you every single day. There's just not going to be a day because every day it's in your face how somebody else is doing it better or the appearance of doing it better than you are. If you want to overcome it, if you want to overcome mom guilt, you need to take a hard look at what God's word has to say about you, about raising children, about trusting him, about not comparing yourself to other moms. Or what it says, what God's word says about measuring up. About we need to be sure in our decisions and not second-guessing them. Don't be double-minded. Pray about your decision. Talk with your spouse if you're married. Maybe talk with your children, depending on their ages. And then make a decision and move forward. Here's the beautiful thing. You can always turn. You can always pivot. There's so much freedom in the pivot, isn't there? When you think about it, you set out on a journey, and how many times when you've set your phone and you've got it giving you directions, your GPS is giving you directions, and you get talking or you're doing something and and you're sure that the way that you're going is going to save you a few more minutes, except for you didn't know there was going to be an accident ahead. And it was going to slow you down by, you know, 20, 30 minutes, and you needed to be where you're going to be in five minutes. So you look for an alternative way, and you recalculate. That's what I love about the beauty of being a mom. God leads. We establish convictions. We establish direction. And then we see something's just not working. And we turn, we make a change, we adjust. Now, you know, we started off with mom guilt, just um, where is it coming from? And I, I said to you about the societal expectations of how children should behave. And really, it depends on the people you hang around with. You know, God's word has a lot to say, a lot to say about your friends and who you kind of hang out with. Do they have the same mindset? Uh, do, they, do they have the same biblical uh, convictions you do? Do they have the, the same family cultural desires? Like you're establishing a family. Do you, do you see that importance the same? It doesn't mean you have to be cookie cutter molds. And, and for, for those of you that are listening from another country, it doesn't mean that you have to do everything exactly the same, but you have to have a general mindset of similarity, like lying is not okay, or doing your best is the right way to do things, or not comparing yourself or giving it your best. There are certain elements that go into having our friendships and having them be close. And why does this matter as it relates to mom guilt? Well, if it's coming from 
external forces, the societal forces, then you'll have a friend or maybe your spouse that can help remind you that's that's what they're doing. That That's not the direction we're going in. And even cultural expectations. Now, the culture is flipped upside down. If you are a new parent and you have your child is just getting to the age where they're engaging with schools, they don't have a past to compare to. If you have middle schoolers, they know what life was like when they were little. They don't quite understand what life is like now. And if you have high schoolers, they absolutely know life before and after, aka pre-COVID to now. And you can see the difference in mothers as well. Moms that are standing up, speaking out, being bold, trying to stop the things that are tearing apart the family, and moms that are just trying to keep their family together. They're not out there. They're home tending to the things of their family that's super important. They're trying to afford putting food on the table, getting things done, keeping the heart of their kids. So the factors that cause the mom guilt are many. But we have to remember the source of solving mom guilt is not comparing ourselves with others. Is celebrating those who maybe have a little different approach than you and being glad for them. That's great. And you being confident enough to say, this is how we do things. Doesn't mean you're never going to have mom guilt. You will. There's ways to avoid it. If you get hung up on social media and you constantly look and follow all these, quote, influencers that know how to take the right pictures, they know exactly what words they want to say. Maybe they want their personal life to be the version that they're creating online. You know, that happens too. You think it, you say it, then you become it. Maybe they're not there yet either, but the image that is portrayed is that they are. You have to be leery of that. Ask the Lord for wisdom. Ask the Lord for discernment. Ask the Lord to bring people into your life that will encourage you, challenge you, not judge you, not put guilt trips, not shame you, make you feel like you're the worst mother ever because, you know, you won't give your child a donut. You want them to have an apple. And I know that seems kind of trite, but you know, truly, I've learned, um, my oldest is, I can't believe it, but my oldest child is definitely not a child. He's in his mid-30s. And you know, I have several that go down from there. But here's something that I have learned that I really want you to hear. Usually, we get hung up, tripped up, in trouble over the small things, not the big things. It's the small, little comments. It's the small, little innuendos. It's the seemingly insignificant that can really put us in a bad place. And I think as we wrap up this episode of Equipped to Be, I want you to know that mom guilt is real. And that mom guilt does come from many places. 
And when you receive those messages and they start to penetrate your thinking, I want you to do exactly what God tells us to do and take hold those thoughts. If there's truth, if you are yelling at your children, then make a change. Stop yelling at your children. If you are being inconsistent and you're constantly self-doubting yourself, whatever it is, take those thoughts, extrapolate what is true, and then discard the rest. Don't chew on them. Don't constantly think about it, think about it, think about it, and then fall into the trap because it is a trap. And it's a trap to keep you ensnared in untruth. It's a trap to keep you from being the best mom you could be because you are constantly thinking you're not. You are the perfect mom for your kids. And how do I know that? Because God gave you your kids. You're the perfect mom for your kids. Just be that mom. And don't try to be somebody else's mom. You're the mom for your children. There are going to be seasons where you're not going to get it all done. Maybe that's most seasons. Because that's a bar that constantly changes. And you know, maybe you're not going to measure up to somebody's incredible DIY project skills. And maybe you're not going to make your kid's room into some fairy tale land. Maybe you're not going to make the cakes that could be Pinterest worthy. Maybe you're not going to have all the kids gathered around you. You read a book and they're smiling happily. Be the mom to your children that God wants you to be. His is the voice. His is the leading. He is the one that will direct you. If you're getting caught in the snares of others, societal or cultural, then you need to unplug from those for a bit to get yourself sure-footed and grounded. Mom guilt is real. You be the person. My challenge to you, you be the person that alleviates the guilt that one of your mom friends feels. Give her a heaping dose of affirmation. Give her a large quantity of encouragement. Let her know you're praying for her. Let her know she is enough. She's, she is good enough. She is doing enough. And let her know that you'll be praying for her, that as she seeks the Lord to be the best mom, to make the changes she feels needs to be made in her home with her kids, in her own life, let her know that you'll be praying for her and that you will be encouraging her, not serving up extra shame or guilt. We don't need that. Motherhood's hard, isn't it, friends? It doesn't really get easier. It just changes. So that's not actually a downer message. That's another conversation for another time. Mom guilt is real. It does happen. We do feel it because we are so woefully inadequate without the Lord. But with the Lord, we can be exactly what God wants us to be because we can change and adjust and pivot. We'd love to hear from your comments. We'd love to hear your thoughts on this topic. 
It's been going around a lot. I've been speaking on it a lot lately, which always lets me know it's it's a fresh, it's kind of resurfacing its ugly head again, and it always does, it always will. It's something that doesn't go away, but how we manage it is so critical to the health and well-being emotionally of ourselves and our families. So thanks for tuning in to this episode of Equipped to Be. I can't wait to see you. Hear from you. I'll be out on the road come uh, speaking season. I'm going to be all over the country and in Canada. Want to see you. Make sure you visit ConnieAubers.com. Check out the podcast. Leave a review. Also, go to the wherever you listen to your podcasts. And because this is a ministry, we need you to tell your friends about it. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sharing it with your friends. And we'll see you next week. Well, that wraps up this episode of Equipped to Be. If you enjoyed this show, please share it with a friend or family member and hit subscribe so you don't miss a show. And thank you again for joining me. Remember that we are equipped for every season of life.